one of the things I love about entertainment technology or about technology these days that just thrills me is parental controls. Because like, as you, parent, you get excited about parental controls, dude. I I can't even tell you. I, I, maybe I'm a little disturbed. <laughs> Thirty-one. <laughs> I'll, I'll find the holes. <laughs> All right, welcome All right. back to the Four Fathers Podcast. Um, a podcast here with four of us that are fathers that talks about faith and all the other kinds of f words f words we have to talk about. Um, so tonight on this podcast, we're going to talk about um, technology, and in particular, the kind of technology that everybody likes to use, and we'll see how that may. Uh, turn into a theme about um, kind of driving how our personality um, um, kind of calls what what kind of technology we use. So the big, you know, the biggest question is um, how each of the different personalities drive the technology we use. Um, so let's just start first of all how each of us actually uses technology. Like what kind of tech uh, technological tools uh, do you use? You know. Uh, we're all in. We're all in IT. We all use technology in some part, either for our job, our personal day-to-day life. And uh, I think it's interesting to see how everybody uses technology. So, um, guys, how do you use technology in your in your life? For evil? No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> for me, I kind of it was an interesting question, and as I kind of thought about it, I was like, well, really, kind of come at it two different ways. The way I kind of took it was okay, why do I use tech? I mean, obviously it's, I use it for my job, but it kind of bleeds over into everything I do. It's kind of funny. One thing that kind of stuck out in all of the stuff I was jotting down for notes was a, a business book I had read when I was in my 20s. Basically, how to organize your your life. And I think it was like getting things done or something like that, I think was the title. Uh, very popular. And one of the lines in it was saying that the mind is not a great storage device. So I kind of took that to heart. When I think of things or I'm thinking about what my day is going to look like, everything kind of all rolls into my schedule, um, as you guys probably have been uh, able to experience firsthand. I am very much all about, you know, the schedule and keeping things pretty well organized because it gives opportunities to feel peace, rest and, you know, focus and being able to think. And if I take and put everything into my calendar, I know I can control the things that come at me on a daily basis, I can plan out long-term so I can see when I have gap and I can see when I have opportunities to to be creative or daydream or brainstorm. And so I live and breathe by my calendar. I have my work life and my personal life crossover a lot. I have one of these things where my calendar has to be two-way synced to everything I do. So whether it's my work activities or my personal activities or my family activities, all of those are all layered in my calendar. So I can see it. if something changes, I add something to it. It populates across the calendars the way I focus most of my attention on. Yeah, that's good. So what calendar app do you actually use? Everything under the sun. So my Outlook calendar for work, uh, two-way syncs. My iCal calendar on my iOS device it syncs to my calendar in my business um, tool set. At any one given place, whether I have a, a business activity or a personal activity, I can see where, hey, I've got 15 minutes here to be able to work or prep. I can decide to shift around and take some time off and go eat lunch or hang out with the wife. That It helps me really feel calm about a lot of that stuff. So yeah, everything has to sync. It's a requirement when I look at tools. I'm like, okay, how can I sync this information from somewhere else? 
Yeah, integration is key. And to that end, how do you decide wickets on the calendar? Do you have another app where you all the to dos here and everything I have, you know, to to do? Is that a word? Um, <laughs> yeah, to do to dos to do. But you know, the calendar is like, hey, this is going to happen. But how do you make this decisions on what's actually going to happen? I don't know. I guess for me, a lot of my stuff in my life is already pretty well structured from the business day to day responsibility. So I kind of know when I'm going to be or need to be somewhere those just kind of automatically fill in or fit in to the calendar. But when it comes to what gets on it, I've got a bunch of different systems that I use to collect that stuff because I have learned that as I get older, I am not a good steward of remembering information, whether it's short-term information or long-term information. My wife can contest to that and she'll always tell me that, you know, what I think what I just said was or should have been is really not really the truth or it's a twisted right. version of it. Right. I kind of sit there and think, okay, I need to have a place I can put this information in. So I've got things like the notes app on iOS and I've got a task list manager in iOS that I just do brain dumps and put lists in there and everything you think of. Like if I'm sitting at the grocery store waiting for my wife to come out, and I'm like, five things that need to finish the basement off for a project, I'll throw that in the list. You know, so I create a lot of buckets that I put information in. And then I go to those buckets to pull that stuff out when I think I need to add it to fill a hole or replace it with something. But at the same time, nothing gets on the calendar until I've kind of filtered through it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So we've learned that you like tools that integrate. Calendaring is big. And we've also learned that you make... Becky, go in by yourself to do grocery shopping. Nice. Okay. Good deal. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was really, uh, really. Well, you know, and I've, I've adopted the skill now too. I can walk and type on my phone while I'm not able to bump into anybody at the grocery store. Uh, and when my wife calls, hey, I need carrots, I then, you know, continue my thought of train of thought <laughs> while typing and go get the carrots and come back. Nice, and, nice. You know, I'm kind of a gopher boy when it comes to that. It, depending, on, depending on the day, if I like being gopher, then Which I'll Which is go. all they really want in the grocery store. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. go get the stuff that's far away so that yes. I can shorten my time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or, or hey, I forgot about the items that we have already passed yes. on the way by. Please go back and get them for me. Right. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Eric. That's yeah. good stuff. Um, who else has uses technology? Uh, I hate technology. <laughs> oh, I do too. But yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually I love technology, and and I'll talk about a couple of pieces of te technology that I love. One of the things, kind of like along the lines that what Eric says, is I am. I am constantly moving faster than I should and not paying enough attention to what I, to some of the stuff that I should be doing. So like when my wife gives me a honey do list, if I don't write it down, it just goes out of my head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And so one of the tools that I use to keep track of that for me, and this actually, I use this not just for home, but for work as well, is a product called Trello. And Trello basically uses uh, virtual sticky notes to keep track of what you're doing and what's going on. And it has, it is, it's almost like an agile development project management web app that you can download to your phone and that you can share with people. And so I don't use it for agile because I'm not a software developer, but I do use it to like move across different events that I'm doing or different things that I'm doing. And I can create a set of stickies in there for if I'm planning an event for a youth retreat I can have the same stickies and just bring them back right. for that event where oh, I redo awesome. it the next yeah. year. Mm -hmm. um, and when I'm doing something for work, the thing that I like about it is I can pull it up on my computer and put it in. 
or I can put it up on my computer and review it. But when I'm on the road, I don't lose access to that data. Like I love writing things down on my whiteboard as a list of tasks that I'm working on. But when I'm not in my office and I tend to travel, you know, 25 to 30 percent of the time when I'm not stuck in my basement, (laughs) um, when I'm not in my office, I don't have my whiteboard with me. So all of the stuff that I thought I was working on is now out of my head. And if I'm not, if it's not the most urgent thing, it may not ever get back into my head until I sit down in my office again. (laughs) Right. And so putting it in Trello allows me to keep track of that all the way. And the other thing that we do is as a family, we actually have a Google calendar and we use that Google calendar across all of our phones because we're an Android house. And so um, everybody's got a color. My kids each have their own calendar to which they share with Heather and I so that we can all see what's going on with everybody um, and and know what's know where people are, basically. Um, and for a long time, we had it, and I didn't pay attention to it, but then Heather got on my case because I made her lose her paper calendar, which she would prefer to have a paper calendar, because a paper calendar doesn't help me when I'm not here. Right. Like, again, if I'm on the road, I can't see a paper calendar. And so I convinced her to go to a digital calendar. But if I'm going to convince her to go to a digital calendar, then I better flipping use the digital calendar. (laughs) You know, question with that. Did you phase that in or was it just a cut? Um, She started using it. And then she got frustrated. It phased in my paying attention to it because she got frustrated with me for not paying attention to it. Oh, so you lack you you got lack of attention on it that caused it to almost blow up in your face. Yeah, you know, and I, I wouldn't say blow up in my face. I mean, Heather's an incredibly intelligent person, but she was very pointed on the fact that listen, if you're not going to use this, I'll go back to a paper calendar. But you said you wanted to know what was going on and be aware, so I'm going to put it in the calendar. But you got to actually go look at it to figure out what's going on, which is fair. You know, because I understand for her that writing it down on a paper calendar is a lot easier to keep track of. You know, she's not anti-tech. Her life does not revolve around technology like mine does. Yeah. And and there's something different, too, about um, I, I feel like I'm still in between in the, the world between reading a book on a iPad or Kindle device and reading an actual book. Like I much prefer reading an actual book. But, you know. I travel as well. And when I'm going to travel, I I realize that, gee, it's a lot easier to take my iPad, which has all the books on it, instead of just a book, even as nice and as comforting it feels to take that real book out of the bag and you sit back in the, in the, um, you know, in the seat on the airline or in, um, in, in the, in the terminal and just read that book, then I'd rather do that on a, on a real book than an iPad. But, you know, it just having the iPad there, like of course. Like, what am, what am I doing? Like I have all the books, every right. book, you know, here's a question for you, Paul, with that iPad and your digital books, how often do you find that you get the distraction from it? Do you, are you single threaded when you're reading that book on your digital iPad in the digital version or when a notice pops up on the iPad, do you find you stop what you're doing and focus yeah. on the notice? <laughs> well, it's certainly, it's funny because it's less about the notifications and more about just the fact that, because I've been reading a, a real book for so long, I'm so used to just getting like losing myself and losing everything. But because the iPad does more things just in general, I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. 
I could also be playing Angry Birds too. And so if there's a like a half a second or just some time where when you know you're reading a book and they're like, it was a warm summer day and the trees were very nice, and you were walking through and you're like, just get to the good part. And so when that happens, I'm like, um, hey, maybe I'll stop reading for a bit. And hey, look, JetBlue has Wi-Fi. Let me watch a movie. You know, whereas if I was in a book and I'm really into it, I'm like, oh, I need to find out what happened. So some of that is just just usability probably. Um, and that the fact that I see the iPad as an entertainment device. And for me, when I realized, like when we were first talking about how I use technology, absolutely Google, Google Calendar is number one. But I'm thinking, gee, how else do I use it? I mean, I have a, you know, a Chromebook on my lap, you know, an iPad, I've got an Android phone. Um, but I realized the most often way that I'm using these devices is entertainment, frankly. So when everybody goes to bed, I'm like, oh, let me hop on Netflix or Amazon Prime or go on YouTube or whatever. And so I'm still trying to find out <laughs> how to be productive with these things. But a lot of times it's me just looking for entertainment because I'm pretty set. You know, um, it used to be I close my laptop, which I'm done work and I walk away. But now I close that laptop and then I open up another one, you know, <laughs> do church stuff or, um, you know, figure out zoom or hop on Amazon or watch, uh, you know, watch Netflix or what have you. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I would also say that, um, one of the things that I was thinking about is you were talking about reading a book. Like I don't mind taking notes in my computer, but I will tell you that they do not stick as much as if I write them down. Like, and there's a reality, there's like this muscular sensory thing that, adds another dimension to your memory when you write something down physically. And yeah. so, you know, I love technology and I love the portability of it, but I will tell you, I still have a notebook for when I go sit down in front of a client. I still mm -hmm. have a notebook next to my keyboard. If I, if I have the time, I'll write down the notes because I won't even have to put them in a digital format to have them somewhere convenient Yeah, because it'll actually stick. Yeah. You know, um, and then you were asking about entertainment. One of the things I love about entertainment technology or about technology these days that just thrills me is parental controls. Cause like, as you, parent, you get excited about parental controls, dude, I, I can't even tell you, I, I, maybe I'm a little disturbed, but I, but let me put it this way. <laughs> Everybody knows that sensation of playing a video game and getting lost in the video game. Right? No, I haven't there's, been there. Well, okay, maybe not you. But everybody else <laughs> on this on this talk ha completely understands losing an, an entire day. And actually, I've sat with you while you've lost an entire day playing NBA Jam. So, Me? Oh, yeah. You were in that room saying, he's heating up. Wow. I'll have to go back to that part of my life because I don't anyway. remember that one. But anyway, I do remember Warcraft sessions, but those are very short yes. and outlived because I was always getting my butt kicked. So I gave up <laughs> as a parent. Right. My kids will go downstairs and they'll start playing the switch and they won't even respond. Like they it's almost like they can't even hear what I'm saying. It's when you trip the breaker. I don't have to. I turn on parental controls and set it to zero <laughs> minutes and automatically disable the software. And all of a sudden, everybody appears wherever I am and asks me what's going on. It's it's like a magic trick. Yeah, seriously. Uh, the, the, really, the, the real easy way of doing it is, oh, you didn't buy that, did you? 
Oh, you don't have one. So sorry to hear that. You can't play that. (laughs) (laughs) I also love, um, as a parent, right? We all know that like the internet can be a very dark place, but I love having parental controls on my Wi-Fi that allow me to basically allow the kids to surf, but not have to worry about where they're going because I know that the software that's on my router and my firewall is filtering that to a very large extent and that it's also telling me where they went so I can make sure that they're accountable. But how are you using that for yourself? No, I don't filter my own stuff. (laughs) You just like to use it because it gives you a sense of power. I actually has nothing to do with power. It has to do with safety. I actually don't need any power. I'm good. Power in the name of safety. Got it. Okay. But <laughs> but but I do want my kids to be safe. Agreed. And I, we are. And I, we're and, all part in the same boat. And honestly, like I know, I know that I also want my kids to be well rounded and not just be sucked into electronics all day, which is what they will be if they're allowed if they have unfettered access to internet and video games. Agreed. I'd like to touch on something I struggle with is that I am a good collector of stuff in where you guys might be consumed by video games. My collection, if I go into like all the tools that I have that I keep information that I try to get out of my head and put into, I collect a lot of stuff. I mean, you look at my photo libraries and my um, journals. I mean, one big thing for me is like, I try to journal a lot and I converted from paper form for a while like you had eric i went to a full digital journal and because we used to do live journals a long long time ago although i don't think we journaled a whole heck of a lot still use it a lot to kind of either vent or you know talk about positive awesome things and memories i have in my life that serve a big purpose to go back to or review and having that in some form especially a portable form is awesome yeah you know what i i've seen uh journals being used for is when we, you know, we journal, we write what God's doing in our lives. And then the next time something comes up, we just go back and we reread and go, Oh, wait a minute. God's faithful because he's been faithful and he'll be faithful in this next thing as well. Um, so Adam, um, how about you? How do you use technology in, in your job, in your life? Um, and then how does that, you know, you know, uh, tell us a little bit about the why as well. Like, why did you use the technology that you do? Well, they made me switch after I had to get rid of the carrier pigeons because they kept <laughs> pooping on people when I tried to mess message them. So, and then I went to a smaller typewriter, but that didn't that didn't pan out. Well, it it, it, really it only had half of the letters. <laughs> Abba, it's, it's really weird. <laughs> people were like, "What are you talking about?" It was Adam? like binary and letters. Coherency, A-B- please. A B B. For for me, it's it. I'm in the Microsoft world, so everything is Microsoft-based. My live through my calendar uh, on a weekly basis, and everyone has access to that to see where I'm at and, and whatnot. But um, for daily stuff, I tend to be a free spirit. <laughs> Amen to that one. I'm going to raise my hand on that one. How so? How so? You mean like not even... Wait, do you look at your calendars to what kind of no because I, I i already have in my head what i need to do during the week like the weekends are always full with either well there's always something to do no I, I i'll plan things out but i'll i'll usually 
jot down notes as to what I need to do in, in terms of those specific operations. In terms of the house itself, Heather has a, a Google Calendar that we operate from. Um, in terms of scheduling and things that, that are going on during the week for the girls and whatnot, for the most part, I I don't really use a lot of technology to manage my my personal day. More moreover, I was gonna say, says the guy with like six servers and like oh. I really don't use technology. Well, well I, I use it a lot, but it's all for entertainment. I don't really use it. Like, like I just spent the the rest of this week finalizing my simulator cabinet and, and working on that and and figuring out ways of how I can integrate another screen just to display a console and then wire everything into LCD buttons that you have to actually interact with. So, so you so. like, you like took my entertainment idea and you're like, you use technology to watch Netflix. That's great. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me go, let me go show you what I'm gonna do. But it's, it's funny because where your brother, where your brother uses it for like, I need to use it to run my life and um, use it in uh you know, all these calendars and they're all going to sync. You're like, yeah, we'll go where we go today. And I'll look at the Google calendar to see where. I have a very, very like split, like two opposite ends of the spectrum. Like my job is, is technology, but my daily, daily, just personal life is just a lot of hands-on, like working around the, the house. I'm either mowing something, cutting something, building something. <laughs> That's funny. You are something. Tapping yeah, yeah. something. And maple trees. We <laughs> want to be very clear. Or, or finding ways trees. to be like, hey, well, I don't really I want to play this game, but I really don't want to go in the barn. So I'm gonna use my my Steam link and set that up and run it across and configure the system so that I can play from my couch and choose my games without having to leave the house. So things like that. But but yeah, I mean for the most and for the like the like our 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 house schedule we have a set schedule as to what what goes on during the week we plan for that um mainly heather plans for that and i'm just like okay i'll be there <laughs> where do i need to be i'll pick the girls up nope let go there all right we're doing this this afternoon okay then i won't go chop this tree down <laughs> or i won't i won't go lay in all this insulation that i need to get up so yeah so how do you decide that you're going to chop the tree down today or mow the lawn <laughs> Well, I looked at my, for instance, this Saturday, I'm cutting down half the uh, the Douglas firs on the side of the house because they're starting to overgrow and, and they're not performing as well as the other trees. No, no, they're just, they're, they're, they're getting too, too wild and, and they're starting <laughs> to grow into the now starting to intermingle with the power line to the barn. So now I've got to <gasps> cut, cut through all that and chop all that down and, <laughs> And then it's like, hey, I've got some, I got some wood for you. Bring it over. And then I look at the pile. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I've got like nine cords of wood I have to cut and split and chop within the next six months. But all that in your head, like all that, all that, you just. Oh, yeah. Just keeps going. You're talking to me. It just keeps rolling. <laughs> There's a rolling list for me. It's like you a vending machine. Put a quarter yeah. in, see what comes out. Exactly. Like it's I, not, I don't get to the point where it's like, I got this, this, this. It's like, yeah, I'm just not in the mood to do that right now. But I should do this because this needs to get done. <laughs> so, or then, or then it, there'll be project, like my projects list just rolls. There's, it just, it's like that scroll that just never stops. There's always, you unravel it. There's always another project that needs to be done. And I get to it slowly and chip it out slowly. 
But the fact that you keep it all up in your head is amazing to me. And you're not using like whiteboards and different apps and like trying to keep track of that. You're like, oh yeah, we'll just do that. And then you just do it. Or like, for instance, it's like a situation is like, wow, this is how my brain works. <laughs> I started, I saw a special on a toboggan. There's a toboggan, a professional toboggan run up in Maine <laughs> that, that they built it that goes right out to the pond. And I'm like, well, we had a really crappy winter this year. Hey, I've got a perfect place in the yard. Just, I'm going to build a toboggan run. <laughs> so oh starting to play all of that out. And then, and then along with that, putting in the four, 300, uh, 340 foot zip line <laughs> to the other side of the pond. So yeah, I, I, aside from like entertainment or like build and I, and I, if, it's funny, like I have a full arcade in the barn and I very rarely play games on my own. I'm always just fixing stuff. So I'm always, working on stuff or building stuff or like, wow, this would be really cool. Let me build this whole complete operation that I'll play a couple of times and someone else will get enjoyment out of it. But I get more enjoyment out of building stuff and assembling stuff. And You're like that rich guy that has like 20 cars, like Porsche. Spoons, and Ricky Schroeder. Stuff, and like you just, like you never drive them. You just work on them all the time. And like, <laughs> what are you doing? Driving around. So, so I'm Richard Pryor and he's uh master Bates. <laughs> whoa wonder wheel <laughs> okay so this is obviously for our audience and people listening that can tell the differences between the two brothers is that you know i i don't want to sound like i live and breathe like 100 percent by my schedule because you know i have projects that i do <laughs> because stop laughing. i yeah. do not <laughs> <laughs> There are times that I just throw the schedule off to the side and it's like, okay, whatever. Today is not the day for me to do any work whatsoever or minimal levels of work, you know. And I'm and, like, Paul, it's Friday. Let's go to Six Flags. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so often. Hey, Paul, I need you to help me move a <laughs> Just a couple of boxes. <laughs> and then Eric's like, um, hey, I can be spontaneous too. See, look, Thursday, 10 a.m. Be spontaneous. <laughs> No, <laughs> fifteen minutes to be spontaneous. I can do whatever I want. See more? No, no, no. See, Paul, that's wrong. So it's like, okay, Paul, I can fit you for all day Thursday, but we have to stop and get beers at the end of the day. So therefore, I have to clear my whole entire schedule. So you know, <laughs> that I don't have nothing else besides hanging out with Paul right. day. So you know, I give you my full attention. No, no, no. It's not a yeah. <laughs> but it is interesting how um how everybody's used it, and you know, for for me. The, the other piece that I'm interested in, in, in the wine, like, when did you, you know, flip over and it, you know, it sounds like, you know, Romanek, you were saying, you know, Heather got started to get mad when you weren't looking at the Google calendar that you wanted her to, you know, for, for us, we use a Google calendar used, um, air quote, a Google calendar for quite a while. And I would just be like, hon, what are we doing this weekend? What's our plan? And then finally I, started, I wanted to add things as well. And I'd have to add, you know, when I'm on a church and I'm traveling this week and I started to use that and then stuff for Jonathan. And now I use it all the time. And in fact, the, you know, the, we schedule the podcast that way and it's so easy just to go in and, Oh yeah, yeah. It's Wednesday this week or whatever. So yeah, just don't schedule the alone times on that calendar. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go over well. And, yeah. As much, as much, <laughs> as much time as we can. This Humor is my romantic way. time with my wife. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is our cuddle time. Wink, wink. <laughs> of course, the kids are on that chair calendar, and then they like, Dad. Like, I was just kidding. Not really. <laughs> I, I will say that I I was much more focused on the calendar when 
as my older kids got older and my younger kids had more had more to do. Yeah. Because I couldn't my job is demanding enough, but there are times when I can carve time out of it to do stuff, but I have to know that it's coming. Right. And and with everybody running in a different direction, there were times when we I needed to do stuff in order to make it so everybody could get done what they needed to get done or get to where they needed to be. Totally. And so I think that's really what pushed us to a digital cam- calendar because before that, when Heather could handle it by herself, she would just do it on the paper calendar. Yeah. You know, but when she, when we when we when I recognized that she needed help, when she needed it, when she asked for help, having it on the digital calendar made that possible. And that really happened as my daughter got to be like 14, 15, 16 and had a lot of stuff going on. And then my son was 11, 12, 13 and had a bunch of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And then the two younger kids also started doing stuff. And it's like everybody had to be in it. Like we had nights where we Heather and I were running four different directions with one with, with each of the kids. And she'd have two and I'd have two. And we'd basically just shuttle them back and forth to stuff. That's not as much of an issue right now. But it is it is a reality. It's really what pushed us to use the technology because it was just too hard to coordinate any other way. It's funny for me, like you, my wife also started the the refrigerator calendar, as I called it. And it was the scheduling for school events and all of the things, activities wrapped around the kids, sports, whatever. And so I was always left out like you yourself felt. And so I just did the opposite. I kind of just took the um, approach. I'll add those as they're written on the calendar. I'll fill them in on my own digital calendar. And it evolved to the point where the kids kept saying, well, what do I have to do? And so I shared the calendars out with them. And then it kind of just kind of snowballed from there. And almost now it gets to a point where it's, you know, almost like commonplace that you don't have the proverbial question of like, did you add it to the calendar? Because it automatically gets added now. And it's like second nature for everybody, which is awesome because at least I know where most people are. But my kids are older, you know, and so their work in life in school pretty much consists of school, a job, and then they're usually home or, you know, at college or whatever. So it's not like super critical, but I've put my attentions to other things like task lists and, you know, journaling and, um, you know, other things that I kind of, kind of think about brainstorm on. And you guys use any like other tools to, you know, kind of what I call daydreaming to trap some of that stuff, any of that information, like, you know, your thoughts, your dreams, your, Hey, I have a great, like Adam as an example of like, he's got a zip line. There's probably a bunch of things that you probably have to build the zip line, but then I may be wrong. Um, you know, I would plan out all the parts I need to have to be able to put up the zip line safely. Adam, you may think differently, but you know, do you rot, jot any of that stuff down at all and put it in a, a place so you can kind of reference it and tweak it? I had a civil engineer come out and GPS everything. So Right, but in terms of the distance height I need for what uh, for uh, and also the the length and and calculate the speed so that when kids come whipping down they're not blowing their brains out on a tree. Did you talk to a lawyer too? But uh, they'll, they'll, well, they haven't gotten to that point yet. <laughs> Fill in the, we'll, the waivers. Uh, we'll have a waiver. Uh, it's a big, know, it's a giant clothesline. Eric, I would say that I use Trello for that somewhat. I I have like a parking lot for ideas of things that I want to work on for the household side of that Trello list mm-hmm. where I can scribble down those things and then I can attach like I built a last year I built a gaming desktop 
and the gaming desktop had like a, a spreadsheet that I put together with pricing, but it also had like, these are the things I need to research. These are, you know, and I, I could put that list in Trello and kind of move things through that way. Yeah. So you, you sort of do how I do with notes and stuff like that on yeah. iOS. Yeah. Now, here's a question. How do you take your analog stuff that you mentioned, Eric, you use like whiteboards and paper. You obviously got to get that into a digital format. I mean, how do you like, how do you handle that, Paul? I mean, do you have a bunch of stuff everywhere and it takes you longer to get it into a digital place or digital format? Or do you not do that digital part unless you're really required to? Yeah. So it's funny as far as that goes, like, like Eric was saying that, you know, he writes it down and it, it, it um, you know, it, it sticks in better for me. Like I'm typing notes on my laptop all day when I'm working with a client and that to me sticks in my head better. There are definitely be times that like I'll be trying to keep up as they're talking. But when I go back and, and read it, the problem with my handwriting, my handwriting is it's, it's kind of um, it's not good. <laughs> and, I, and I end up scribbling back because I'm trying to keep up with what they're saying and I can keep up fairly good typing and I can just type a little bit and then stop and go to the next line and, and stuff. So um, I've been, you know, I have like, so I, I have a, um, the way that I do it for client is I have a notes folder that I create for every client. And then in that notes folder, I'll have like notes day one from my, my first word doc. And I put all the notes there. And then if I have some things I want to show them, I'll, I'll create another doc called like view notes that I could show on WebEx. Mm -hmm. And I, so I've kind of started to do that from a Google docs for myself perspective. Like I used to have a doc where I'm like long-term goals, goals, short-term goals, um, really short-term goals, you know, uh, wipe your nose when you sneeze later, like, um, really <laughs> long-term goals, like, um, see my son, uh, you know, graduate and, uh, you know, have, have kids or whatever, like really, you know, short-term and long-term goals, but those docs, I've, some of those are, are probably long gone, especially some of them are like things you, you realize that you want to do, but you realize you don't actually want to put the time in to do it. Because when you have some free time, you're like, hey, I could be do like, I don't have the doc sitting next to me going, oh, yeah, that's right. I wanted to write a song. Let's write a song today. I go, what do I do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what do I feel like doing? So I've been using Google Docs for more of that. And actually now, as I've taken on a little bit more, more responsibility at church and tried to get deeper into like my uh, work knowledge and, and, and such, um, I actually have things that, oh, wait a minute, I have some time. Let me go mess around with Camtasia. I have some time. Let me go watch this YouTube video about, you know, computer security or something. So um, there's a lot of, there's more of that to do. And I think I have a better handle on like actually doing, doing some of that now. Yeah. Cause it's kind of funny. Cause like we 10 years ago or 15 years ago, we all didn't have the technology we have today. We have like literally the power of a supercomputer in our hand. How much of that do we use as I call for good in the times that we could be productive? Like, you know, kind of one of the things I think of that pops into my head is like, if, if I'm sitting around or waiting for something to happen, like we're in a, you know, we go out, you know, to do errands on a Saturday and my wife wants to go shopping at Torrid or something like that. I'll go along and offer my opinions on clothing and stuff like that. But I'm pulling up on the father bench outside of the dressing room waiting for them to finish. I don't usually spend a whole lot. Facebook will entertain me for like three, maybe four minutes max. And then, you know, there's only so much you can watch on YouTube. Let me go into my bucket that holds all of the thoughts that were projects I was working on, whether it's a, you know, website or something and just kind of just add to it as I go. And it makes me feel a little accomplished. Do you guys do any of that at all? I'm already distracted enough. So, <laughs> yeah, I, don't. No. I, I, I will say this sometimes, um, 
Sometimes when I have a gap, I'll sit and try and take care of something that I know that I need to do technically. Um, I've been trying really hard not to just fill in. You know, because I, I will constantly be looking for the next thing. So I'm trying to find ways to do actual resting, actual stopping, actual, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, like a Sabbath where I'm actually, there's some downtime there that I'm taking care of it. Now, now that being said, when I'm out shopping, I do check my, I, I will check my email. I will do some of that stuff. If I'm there with somebody, I probably won't pull up on the father cow, father bench outside the bad bench outside. I just, yeah. I'll, I'll probably just go with them. Even though I, you know, my wife constantly jokes that when I go shopping, I've got about 45 minutes before I turn into a pumpkin, you know, like, there, there's a point where I'm like, my eyes just start to glaze over, my legs start to hurt, and I'm done. But, but we don't shop that much, so it, that doesn't happen super often for us. I find much more often that like, if I'm gonna do that, if I, if I have things that I want to get done, or if I, if I have a down, some downtime like that, and, and I feel like I want to progress something. Instead of doing something by myself, I'll do whatever I need to do with, if it's a logical time, I'll reach out to somebody else and, and invest in that relationship. So like yesterday I had like 45 minutes of downtime. I called one of the guys that I'm growing a friendship with and just spent like some time talking to him on the phone about a couple of different things. Like he's a new dad again, you know, want to know the most pivotal technology in my life ever. It's got to be the phone. You are the master at the phone. Like I, I, I used to spend, I would lose days on the phone as a kid. Days? You have phone bills and to money. prove how long you've been on and that. And money, yes. Small <laughs> fortunes. I, I paid for small countries to be built with my mm-hmm. phone bills. Over a long distance. Yes. You know, <laughs> um, but there's something about like, I'm not in love with for te- with technology for technology's sake. And oh, I agree. I, I'm constantly distracted by it, but I'm not in love with it for what it is. I'm in love with it for what it gives me. And one of the things that I love about what it gives me is the ability to connect with people. You know, whether it's talking on the phone or um, I am in love with video calls right now. And and part of the reason is, you know, like I know my we don't get to see my mother-in-law very much. But being able to call her up on her cell phone and turn on a video call so she can see us, see the kids, you know, and, and there is some management of that. Like the kids, every time there's a video call on, the kids are in the room like dancing and waving mm. and doing whatever they can to get the attention of whoever's on the other side with right. no real awareness. Right. But but they're getting a chance to connect and I'm getting a chance to connect in a different way, you know. Um, that I wouldn't have gotten to do five years ago. Yeah. You know? And so um, I guess I'm not really, and, and this is a different personality thing too, right, Eric? I mean, that's the reality is you are a get things done kind of guy. And that doesn't mean you're not relational, but you've always been focused on getting things done. And I've often been much more focused on getting to know people just, you know, and that we need all those people in the end, right? You need people that get things done. You need people that know people. You need people that 
know how to do things that nobody else knows how to do and they'll dig deep into the technology. You need all of those different facets. And, and, and that's important. And the technologies that we have today really allow for a very diverse set of skills to be very productive in a lot of different ways. And I love it. It's, it's been a long time coming and it's been really awesome to see. Yeah. I mean, the days of the flying cars and, and, you know, robots uh, are slowly coming, but I think, like you said, Eric, it's, it always comes down to the relational aspect. Yeah. I, you know, I, I will be the first to tell everybody that I love, you know, those lists and love, you know, seeing things kind of come to pass in terms of projects or whether you're building something or, or growing something. And that even kind of dovetails into not even so much the physical product or end result of a product. It's a relational thing to me. Like I can sit there and look, you know, into all of you guys lives and say, you know, Hey, there was, definitely my doing in my hand and helping, you know, you guys further your careers along or move you in a certain way. And, you know, all the benefits and, and the growth you guys got from, you know, my contribution of being who I am. And the same goes for Adam and Paul and, and you as well, Eric. So, I mean, like all of that, you know, in that 25 plus years time span is just, you know, awesome to see. And, and be a part of in how that deals with technology. Yeah. Technologies and bottom line is, is a tool. How you use that tool is, is your choice and your choice can be a good choice or a bad choice. You know, some of those can be detrimental to your life, but at the same time, enriching and positive. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, tech is cool. We can all benefit from it. We all use it in different ways and it all reflects in our personality, which is an awesome thing. And it's funny to hear the same stories that we kind of share between one another about calendars and, you know, how <laughs> that yeah. works in our own family ecosystems, because it's, we, we do share a lot of the same similarities. So it's, yeah. it's all cool. That's clearly a big, a big common theme. Everybody, um, you know, trying to keep the trains running on time, trying to keep on the, uh, um, on the, uh, you know, using that Google calendar, or iCal or what have you to make sure we're, we're all in the right place and uh, where our lives expect us to be. Yeah. Right. So, um, so th- yeah, thanks guys. This has been, this has been really great. Uh, been a great conversation to see how everybody uses technology and uh, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, and thanks for listening to the forefathers podcast. Where we talk about faith, fatherhood, and other F words. If you want to learn more, head over to our website at the number four fatherspodcast.com. If you'd like to help our show, Make sure you give us a review on iTunes or in the podcast app of your choice. Those reviews help others find our show. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send those to feedback at forefatherspodcast.com.